You know you've got to sing along. But don't you know This is the Cabinets HR Podcast, hosted by Jason Cabinets. Join Jason as he talks to small business owners, founders, and people in tech startups in HR. If you fall into one of these categories or are just curious about them, then this is the podcast for you. You will gain great insights from these great conversations. The Cabinets HR Podcast is brought to you by Cabinets HR. At Cabinets HR, we deliver HR to companies with 49 or fewer people by automating the HR process. We believe that you don't need a full-time HR person to receive full-time HR expertise. Hello, and welcome to the Cabinets HR Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Cabinets. Guest today is Ellie Daly. Ellie, are you ready to be great today? Always, always. Ellie is a founder and CEO of an innovative online recruiting platform, intro30.com. The platform allows job seekers to record an online video introduction as part of a shareable profile, including a resume. Candidates can then submit these profiles to companies, add them to their resumes, and have direct access to the jobs and companies on intro30.com. On the demand side, Intro30 will enable companies to view a candidate's 30-second elevator pitch, search the database by keyword, location, or skill set, reach out to them to learn more about them. Ellie is a 20-year veteran of the recruiting industry, and she has recruited all over the world, UK, Middle East, Asia, and now in Silicon Valley. Ellie, thank you for being here today. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. So, Ellie, so I really love the idea of, of video introductions. Having said, having said that, I think there's a lot of people who are out there who are like, well, I don't have a video-friendly face. I'll get too nervous. Like, so do you like culture into the process, or how does that work, you know? Yeah, I mean, I definitely have a face for radio and I thought this was a podcast. So as you know, it was, I'm a shock to see myself. I think we're all a little bit wary of video, especially in, you know, a professional setting. I think of it more as a first impression and that is nothing to do with how you look. It's about who you are and what's coming across and your smile. Um, first impressions drive sales. If I go into a shop and I see two people and one of them has a great smile and a warm demeanor and a friendly attitude and someone who doesn't, I'm probably going to go towards the person who welcomes me and smiles and has, you know, a welcoming attitude. Um, so, you know, high, yeah, good first impressions mean high customer ratings, which means more sales. We're really focused on sales and graduate candidates and their CVs, you know, it's important, but it's not as important as their personality, their attitude, their energy, and, you know, how they treat their customers. Well, people say all the time, you know, I can teach skills. I can't teach attitude or personality or, or like, like, like ability, right? Absolutely. So, you know, even though we're in year 2020, there's still a lot of companies who, to my mind, are stuck in the 1980s, right? How are you going to see the companies that know, don't use a traditional black or white resume, get the year 2020 and, and, and do this new technology, do video interviews, video introductions. How do you convince these companies to do that? Well, 63% of companies are using video during the interview process. So they're almost there. They need to use video at the beginning of the process. Now, I hate to be too topical, but if you look around, we're all at home right now. Um, a lot of people will be at home. They'll still need to apply for jobs. And what better way to do that than to, you know, introduce yourself via video? The interview process will probably be via video. A lot of the work will be remote. So much of what we're doing is from our laptop, from our house, from our desk. You know, we can do the entire recruitment process remotely now 
but we still need to see you. We still need to engage with you. And, you know, if I'm hiring you, I want to meet you. And so let's start the process of meeting each other earlier using technology, using video in uh, a professional short video resume. I really do emphasize short. Our videos are 30 <laughs> seconds. Um, and when we first launched, we could, you could upload your own, which was not a great idea. I mean, they, they were sort of five, seven minute videos. And I think the average time that a recruiter looks at a resume is about 20 seconds. Um, and the first impression happens within the first seven seconds of meeting somebody. You've already gauged their trustworthiness and competence. So everything happens in that first 30 seconds. And we're really giving candidates the opportunity to showcase themselves in a way that their resume just doesn't do. Yeah, which I don't think candidates realize either. Like it's only 30 seconds, seven seconds, but that recruiter is probably doing two or three different things at the same time, right? They're probably, you know, looking, you know, probably talking to the boss, have a phone call. It ain't like they're, it's not even like they're focused for 30 seconds on your, on your resume, right? Absolutely. You're lucky if they get, if you get 30 seconds on a resume. You're lucky if your resume is seen. If we're honest, a lot of resumes go into a large applicant tracking system. It's a database. And I had one job um, when I worked for a large corporation. I had one job have 400 applicants in the first hour. You know, so we have a lot of resumes to read as recruiters and it takes a lot of time. And I'd much rather meet people like you right now on video. I feel like I know you. I feel like it's already, you know, we're, we're, we've already met, um, even though we're on other sides of the country. And it, it's a great method to just kind of get to know people instantly. And it's becoming more and more popular. Look at TikTok. Um, look at Snapchat. I think there's 1.2 billion people on TikTok now. Um, so, yeah, we, we're, we're aiming at the TikTok generation, people who would much rather have a video resume than a paper one. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of TikTok. You know, I just think there's a lot of creative stuff. Now, don't get me wrong, there's some junk on there, but I think there's a lot of creative stuff. I'm not on it, actually. I should be. You know, yeah, there's a lot of creative <laughs> I do like I do like daily HR tips that I put on there, you know. Yeah. Like a lot of people on there, too. So, for your platform, does it tell the candidate when somebody looks at their video? Um. There is a contact button. So if you're a recruiter and I put my video and my profile and my resume and my availability, my location, all of that's available on an Intro 30 profile that's then shareable with a URL so or a QR code. Like on my business card, I have a QR code now. Um, and so I can share that with you, the recruiter, as a candidate. And then you, if you're passive, looking for passive candidates on our website, you can search via keyword or location. If I come up, you can watch my video, look at my resume, and then ping me, and I, I'll get a notification that you're interested in having a conversation. And then um, it's up to the candidate and the recruiter to set up a meeting, set up an interview. Ellie, so why did you pick the Bay Area to start your company? Well, I live here, so I'm not from here, as you may tell by the accent, but we've been living in this area for the last five years or so. My husband's a Bay Area native. Okay. So, Ellie, you, you've been in the recruiting space for a little bit. From your point of view, what has gotten better in recruiting and what has gotten worse in recruiting? Oh, that's an excellent question. Um, when I started recruiting, there was no LinkedIn, um, and we had to be very imaginative about how we tracked down the unicorn candidates or the purple squirrels, I think they're called. Um, whereas LinkedIn really did change the game for everybody. And that development has been fantastic. Um, it's expensive though. Um, so I think there's room for, for other LinkedIn's. Um, 
I think technology has been huge from a recruiter perspective. Uh, there are so many tools that help the recruiter do their job, um, chatbots to scheduling tools to sourcing methodologies and, and ways of finding people on the internet now. Um, for the candidate, though, I do feel as if really the candidate just wants the job. And 90% of candidates don't have a good experience when they look for a job. So, you know, technology is all good and well, but ultimately it's this connection that we're looking for. We want to be talking to people. We want to be meeting the hiring managers. We want to be seen. We want to be heard. And ultimately we just need to get that job. So I think technology is important and technology innovations have been okay, but we haven't innovated the resume since Leonardo da Vinci invented it. So, you know, there's a long way to go there, but it's, it's just, it's such a huge market as well. Like everybody recruits, everybody's looking for work, everybody, you know, touches in on this, this, the industry for, a, for in some, at some point in their life. So everybody has an emotional reaction to it as well. They either have a, oh yeah, I get tapped up on LinkedIn all the time. Oh, we just recruiters. Or they're like, damn it, will nobody phone me back? You know, why can't I get a job? So it's a very emotional thing. Um, so it's difficult to generalize. I think if you have a sought after resume, if you're a, you know, if you're a software engineer in the Bay Area, you're going to be chased after. But if you have a slightly more um, unusual or a job that isn't, you know, for example, like right now, if you can work from home, you're fine. But if your job involves going in and you're a contractor and you're not only working on an hourly basis, how are you able to support your family? You know, and it's very, and you may not be, your expertise isn't about being online. You don't know quite how to set up your, bus your business or get the, the, the webinars you need to video chats, even my daughter's school, you know, the scrambling to get the technology together in order to make things go online. So, you know, whatever you're doing, whatever the situation is, they're going to be pros and cons to technology. But there are some excellent tools out there. So that was a very long-winded answer to your question. And I'm sorry. I mean, if you, if, you, if you own a cleaning business right now, you can't clean online, right? I mean, you got to actually be there in person to clean, right? Right. Yeah. And if you're a dentist or you're... Um, a nurse. I mean, it's terrible. If you're like my friend um, is a project manager and she has 400 contractors turn up on her site every day. And I mean, they, they have to close down the site. What are these guys going to do? That's 400 people who are going to be unable to be paid. Um, so I hope, I hope there's ways around this. I really yeah. do. So this is my opinion. I think this is a disconnect in hiring. Like, for example, most people, they got to get a job right now, right? They get laid off or fired or quit or, or graduate from college, you know, and they need a job now because I can build coming up. But most companies, they take their time, right? So I think most people, I need a job right now, two weeks, you know, a company is like more deliberative. How do we, is there a way to fix that disconnect? That's life, isn't it? Um, for me, I feel like if the candidates are empowered to really know how to go about being seen and heard. This is why we set up Intro 30, because a graduate has the same resume as the person sitting next to him in class or her. They have the same black and white resume, 
but in person they're very different and they'll have different skills and different personalities that will suit different careers. So, um, and you don't put a nurse on the trading floor, different horses for courses. And I think a more open discussion around, you know, what are you looking for and why? And if you are going to follow this track, this is the best way to approach looking for a job. You have to be quite strategic about it and you need to find the people who are hiring and solve their problem for them. And just being a lot more open about job hunting at school and at, you know, university and that it's, it's not as easy for everybody, you know, for, for certain, for certain industries, there's quite a clear career path and you know what you have to do in order to get to the next level and to the next thing. Like if you're a doctor or, you know, and it's a competitive track all the way and it's institutionalized. I was fine in institutions. I did well at schools. But the minute I was out in the big old world and I didn't quite know where to go or what to do, it became a lot more overwhelming because there wasn't a clear path. So I think if we can clarify the best way to look for work and the, the, the most sort of successful journey that you can take, try this, try this, try this, um, that would help those job seekers who maybe are a little lost right now or, or you know, not sure what to do or where to go. Um, that's helpful. And there's a lot of info on that. So I think stats show when you look for a job, you're going to hear no a lot. Yeah. But a lot of people are not used to hearing no, you know, that's thick skin enough. What advice do you have for people to get used to hearing no before you well, get to the right yes? The average corporate job has about 250 applications. The average job job nationwide is about 100 applicants per job. So you're up against 99 other people and only one person can win. So I always say to them, well, apply for at least 100 jobs. If you're not applying for 20 jobs a day, you're not applying for enough jobs. And you can't put your heart out on this one job because chances are if it's a beautiful job that everybody wants, you're going to be up against hundreds. I mean, if you're in the Googles of the world and Facebook, like hundreds and hundreds of people are applying to each job. It is horribly competitive. So just applying to a job isn't enough. You need to be applying to loads of jobs for the law of averages, but you also need to be networking. And if you want to get into Facebook, you need to start talking to people at Facebook. You need to start networking with people at Facebook. You need to start looking on LinkedIn and connecting with people at Facebook and really break down. Why is it Facebook you want to work at? Is it the name? Because there are some better places or, you know, is it this? Is it that? Why those companies? And again, if you're very industry specific, say you're in manufacturing and you do very, very specific work, that process becomes a whole lot easier because the pool is smaller. The chances of you getting in touch with the person who makes a decision becomes a lot easier and you have a very targeted search strategy. When you're in sales or when you're in something like HR or you're in a job that can really go into any business it becomes a lot more about, okay, let's start looking. Say we're in HR. I'm going to join this association. I'm going to go to this networking event. I might target that conference to attend. You know, there's lots of online events now. If we can't attend big conferences, you know, there's, you know, you really need to start, okay, whose job do I want and why? Is it that person? Okay, what was their career trajectory? Maybe I can get in touch with them. Maybe they're looking for a mentor or maybe they can recommend me a mentor. There's lots of mentoring groups. You know, just be creative about how you're going to achieve your goals. And it really helps to have clear goals. Yeah, one thing I tell HR people too is, you know, it's great you want to be HR, but narrow it down. Maybe choose an industry you want to, you know, want to work in. Like, 
even narrow it down even more. So you talked about LinkedIn a little bit before. Like me, I have a, like a love-hate relationship with LinkedIn. Like I love it, the networking, but sometimes the user experience just leaves something to desire, right? And just the things they do is like, like what are they thinking about, right? Like there needs to be a LinkedIn competitor, but I don't think one's going to come around anytime soon. <sighs> yeah, they got there first. <laughs> Definitely. So intro 30, is it for co- companies or candidates or a combination of both? It's a platform. So it's a two-sided marketplace. The candidates are on one side completely free. They can build their profiles and share them internally or externally, use this for their own career development, really. It's an exercise. It's good exercise. For create. You know, when I recorded my 30-second video, I did it a few times because you need to be sure of what you want to say. It's not long enough to really say a lot, but not short enough to not say quite a lot. So it's a good length of time to kind of get your elevator pitch ready. And then on the um, recruiter side or the business side, we have a subscription model. So for $200 um, a month per user, you can access all the candidates on the database. You can advertise all the jobs you want to advertise and then reach out directly. And there's no recruitment fees. It's not like an agency. So it's just a, a platform. Ellie, do you or someone else review the Canvas videos and, and tell them, hey, you need to redo this or this isn't good enough or anything like that? I try not to be too prescriptive because ultimately it is the candidate. It's like telling someone how to write their resume. Yes, you can give them some tips, but really it's their story. It's their journey. It's their life, you know? So I don't want to tell someone how to, to record a video. There are some tips on there, um, you know, good lighting and not too much distracting background. Um, I'm not really following any of my rules here, but, um, so, and there was one candidate, a perfect example of an excellent candidate was going for a real estate sales role, was standing there with a wall and his real estate license right there and did a wonderful presentation about how in 30 seconds about how he was, you know, really motivated to do this job. And that was perfect. Another guy was like in an airport, and there were people like walking behind him and there was like ding dong signs in the background. So, you know, use your initiative, use your common sense, but also the quality and the style and the um, presentation of the video tells a lot about you, how much you prepared, how much you've thought about this, how much you really, you know, do prepare and plan. Yeah, because it's not natural being on putting a camera for yourself and videotaping yourself, right? I mean, it's, it takes takes some muscle memory, it takes doing it over and over again because yeah, most it's not natural to most people. It's not, but um, the TikTok generation is very natural to them. Whenever I go to universities, I always ask, you know, how many of you would rather have a video resume than a paper one? And nine out of ten hands go up. You know, they are like this all day long. They're very happy and they don't think too much about it. And whereas more senior candidates. You know, they can spend a long time writing the script, thinking about it. And that's not what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be natural. It's supposed to be quick. It's just a snapshot, quick elevator pitch, how you'd say hello, like just introduce yourself, give us a bit of an audition tape almost as to who you are. Here's your elevator pitch. That's it. Don't overthink it. Don't script it. Don't, you know, make it formal. It has to be natural um, because we want to see who you are. So, Ellie, from your years in, in doing recruiting and hiring, what do most hi- companies get wrong about hiring people? Ooh. I think one of the biggest mistakes, and I just read a, a long article, and one of my friends is going through this at the moment. He's on interview number nine for a job. Now, I'm all about giving people, 
you know, a, a rigorous entry thing. And but you don't need nine interviews. That's just insulting. Like if you haven't made your decision by then, that's too many. Um, multiple is okay, but I think you need to start using because and. Another article I read, this, the same article was like, it all happens in the first 10 seconds and the rest of the interview is really just looking to sort of confirm your confirmation bias. Like basically just, this was my first impression. Is it right? Is it right? Is it right? And so to take out a little bit of that human, because I'm amygdala, unless you're brain dead, you are biased and you lean in towards things that are familiar to you. That's what your amygdala does. It's human nature. It's just what keeps us alive. So in an interview process, you need to be aware of that and make changes or, or mitigate this risk by using perhaps technology. I work with an excellent psychometric test provider that looks at jobs specifically and then maps out sort of skills and soft skills that match that su success in that field. So, you know, give them a test like that. Um, perhaps that will confirm or deny, you know, your, your bias. There's a company I just started talking to out of Germany that can analyze your video. And that, that's an interesting one, too, because they, they say that it's not bias, but it's using how people perceive you to sort of analyze your presentation again like that. And that's a little facial recognition. It's a little, a little maybe in five years, but not right now. But, you know, there are ways in which you can get the information you need about a candidate that isn't painful for the candidate. And I think that a lot of companies are so desperate to make sure they get the right hire and not hire the wrong people that they are sort of dehumanizing the candidates and, and making them, you know, jump through far too many hoops um, to get there. Having said that, to just knee-jerk reaction, your instinct is not the best way to do it either. So somewhere in between that is, is, is human, is personable, and, you know, you've really analyzed what you're looking for, I think that's, and why, again, like what do you want and why? What kind of person works, has worked well before? What hasn't worked so well? You know, what kind of, you know, how much of this job is really valuable and what is going to add the value and, and what kind of skill set sets won't work with that. You know, I think a lot of people undermine the value of, say, the administrative tasks in favor of someone who's super charismatic. And if they're super charismatic, they're going to be super bored doing, you know, the necessary administrative elements of the job. So do you really want Mr. Charisma or do you actually want somebody who's really much more focused on details? So really analyze the job, really look at what you're looking for. Yeah, I agree with you. Like, the nine interviews are way too much. And then, but then again, like you said, we're not saying like, you know, you meet someone and five minutes higher them, you know, but I think nothing people it forget too. It does happen like, often that way, you know, yes, it's it like does. a magic moment. Oh, that's <laughs> the guy, that's the person for me. <laughs> right. And, and, and I think people don't realize like the interview process, everyone's not truthful, right? The candidates kind of put on false pretenses. The company's making it seem like it's better than it really is the work that you know. So I think the only way to know if someone's going to work out is to actually bring them on, you know, for a little while, you know? Yes. Do two days. Um, you know, you can really get them to work for two days and see what they're like. I'm a big fan of that. Because you never know how somebody is until you actually work with them. You know, maybe they have an annoying habit of tapping the desk every two seconds and it drives you crazy, right? You know I mean, <laughs> they're just chewing gum all the time. I had an interview with someone eating a sandwich that didn't last very long. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> People. Yeah, it's, it's not an easy, easy process. So, follow up question. In your, in your experience, what do candidates get wrong about the hiring experience? 
don't eat a sandwich when you're on a phone interview. Um, I, I, uh, I, think- I guess they thought, well, they, she can't see me, so... Yeah, that's why the video thing is great. I can see you eating your sandwich. Um, I think the f- a lot of people don't turn up is what I'm hearing, um, which is, again, I think this is a new thing. Like, never would I not turn up to an interview. But I was speaking to a couple of business leaders, and they were just like, yeah, they just don't turn up. I get all the resumes. I get people applying, and then they just don't turn up, which I find extraordinary. But I think that's more happening more and more. Um, yeah, it doesn't happen a lot. And do you think that's part of the candidate? Like, you know what? All these recruiters go smell the time. So what's the big deal about me ghosting them? Yeah. Ghosting is a big thing. And it's because of technology, because you've now got this massive world that you can reach out to. It's not just the people on your street. Um, it's a lot harder to keep track of who, where you are with all these different applications that you're making because you're going to have to make hundreds. But not to turn up when you've, you've been invited somewhere and you've confirmed something. I think it's doing what you say you're going to do, which as for me, that's my, my big bugbear. I just, I get so cross if someone says they're going to do something and then they don't do it. It's like, but you said you were going to do it. Like, I don't understand. And I'll bend over backwards to make sure I do what I say I'm going to do. Um, but, you know, don't promise what you can't deliver and don't lie in an interview. Um, don't lie on your resume. Don't say you speak French when you don't. Um, I think, again, that's why I like the video piece because it's a lot harder to lie. It's like internet trolls. People can just write these horrible things online. They would never say that face to face. And on a video, if you're like, I'm a people person and it's obviously not coming across that way, you know, you can tell a lot more about somebody than what they would like you to see on their resume. Ellie, so what do you see as the future of your company? What's your long-term plan and vision for it? My plan of it is to grow a, a similar trajectory to, to Handshake. Um, I think they have about half a million candidates on there now. I like the way they support um, graduates. I'd like to support the sales community and the graduate community interns, but with the video, 30-second video piece. So really looking to scale um, and work closely with companies to, to, to test. And we're still quite young, so we still need to, to test this. So if any of your companies would like a free trial uh, in exchange for some data around their recruitment process and to work with me closely to sort of analyze how, and because we think we can cut off 30% of the recruitment admin time, but we need some more data to prove this. So, Ali, in your time, is there a difference approach to recruiting when there's a great economy versus a natural great economy? Yeah, there's either a candidate-driven market or not. Um, again, each industry will fluctuate depending on, you know, Zoom at the moment is going to do brilliantly as a result of this. <laughs> So they'll be hiring um, and lots of online companies. I've just been sharing lots of companies that are entirely remote, lots of jobs from there. Those companies will be growing and growing and, you know, they'll be doing fine. But with everything, it's, it's hard to tell what's going to happen next. Ellie, understand you have something for our listeners today. Yes. Well, I would love, as I say, I'd love to work closely with, with your small businesses if, um, if they're hiring. I'd love to have a consultation chat about the struggles and the frustrations you find in recruiting just for some market research and interest. Um, and with that, I'm happily to give away uh, a month or two free uh, on Intro 30. The candidates are free forever. So if you're looking for a job and you want you know, to stand out from the crowd, um, 
feel free to log in and, and register, record your video, add your resume. I'm trying to talk to every candidate who does record a, a video um, and help them with their job search and give them some tips and some advice. So if you'd like that, then log in or register at intro30.com. Ellie, can you talk a little bit about how you decided to start this company, like the process, you know, the entrepreneur journey, like, you know, you saw some problem in the, in the sector, you decided, and you decided to fix it, how that all came about. Yes. Well, as you said, I've been in the industry a long time and increasingly frustrated with the limitations of the resume. Um, I was recruiting for a company in Minneapolis for sales and the discrepancy between the phone interview and the person who turned up in Minneapolis, because I was in California, uh, was huge. And so I was like, if they could just introduce themselves to me, it would be like Netflix for recruitment. I could just watch them. So I was like, tick, 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 tick. And so decided that this was the, the future of recruitment. Video resumes on your, well, videos on your resume, basically. Um, so yeah, then we built it up over the last two years. We've been building up the community and, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's exciting. It's, it's, it works, you know, as a recruiter, I've recruited my sales guys through it and I, I, the, I'll never go back to just resumes now. I need you to send me your elevator pitch. Yeah, I mean, I mean personally, I, I, I used to hate phone interviews. I, I would just hate them with a the passion. You just you talk over each other. You just yeah, I always hated those. Yeah, they're not great. So, Alec, can you share your social media links for yourself and your company so people can reach out to you? Yes, well, LinkedIn, as we love hate, but definitely all over it. I do, I do quite like LinkedIn, and I, there is a lot of fascinating stuff on there. Um, so, I'm on LinkedIn, um, Ellie Daily. Do feel free to reach out, and uh, we're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And for our listeners, we'll have the links to our social media and, and our um, and our gifts on the show notes and the show notes at www.cabinetshrblog.com. And also be sure to share this podcast with everyone. So, Ellie, we'll come to the end of our talk. Can you give us any advice or wisdom, anything you want to talk about? With this coronavirus and us all being stuck at home, it is actually a really good opportunity to get online. Um, maybe set up your side hustle. Maybe get um, finally get that website together. Um, and I think there's a lot of very good tools out there. I've written a quick article on that. It's on my LinkedIn, um, just with a list of tools that you can use that are cheap, if not free, to set up a business from scratch. Um, and all the, you know, if you are running a small business, the marketing automation tools and the social media aggregation tools you can use. And there's a lot out there so that we can continue to run and manage our business from wherever we are. Thanks, Ellie. Thank you for your time today. I really appreciate it. Very nice to meet you. Thank you so much for having me. And to our listeners, thank you for your time as well. Remember to be great every day. Thank you for listening to this.
this episode of the Cabinets HR Podcast. Be sure to connect with us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, Twitch, YouTube, and TikTok at Cabinets HR. Also check out our weekly live streams at the Cabinets HR Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Periscope, where we focus each week on an HR topic important for small business. These are every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time and last around three minutes. To join our weekly HR email newsletter list, send us an email to jasoncabinets at cabinetshr.com. Thank you, and remember to be great every day.